I, I, I agree with you guys. Um, so, so on the one hand, when I first heard the intro, like uh, that sort of, um, I don't know, uh, synth keys or elect electronic, whatever they're using there, I was like, oh man, I'm not going to like this. I'm not going to like this song. And then when he goes, blow it up, <laughs> I was like, oh crap. It's the weekly discovery track review. I guess the second one's you, uh, Scott. Yeah, yep. So my track review for this week is Bankrupt by the band Silverstein. So I'm quite excited that uh, this this came up and uh, quite excited when this, yeah, when I listened to the song yesterday. Uh, so Silverstein is a band that I've, uh, I wouldn't say they're necessarily one of my favorite bands, but they've been one of the most consistent in the uh, post-hardcore scene, which is my type of music. Um, they've been around since 2000, so they, they've, they've definitely lasted. Um, which is quite rare. You'd say that they are um, definitely a staple of the Vans Warp Tour scene, that there's a, probably a good chance that Mark and Michael at some stage when they went, if not had watched them, but they were definitely on a stage somewhere. Um, but they are a, a Canadian band. Um, like I said, I've been, like I said, a relative fan for them. I've always kind of monitored their, uh, their, their, kind of, their music um, as the years have, have progressed. And um, one thing I can say about the band is that they, while they stick within, I guess, you know, the elements of being a, a post-hardcore group, um, each album tends to sound relatively different. Um, their, their last album, I think, re released, must have been last year, uh, was definitely a, a popier album. Um, the album before that was probably more of a punk rock album and the album before that they, they had a concept album at some stage um, so yeah they definitely explore different genres within rock so listen to this one when I saw I actually saw this on on YouTube pop up um, watch the music video and um, yeah like I said pleasantly surprised that this one is definitely a, more of a, a kick in the teeth type song um, yeah man I, I like I said I, I really enjoyed it it's like I said, it's kind of it, it is right up my alley. It is very different from what Mark suggested with uh, with Sloth Rust. Um, so before you guys give your opinions on it, I'll play a little bit of it. So yeah, um, I might. Have you guys heard of the band before? Like I said, Mark possibly might have. Yeah, no, I've heard of the band, but never really got into the discography or anything. Like I, I, I like. I remember seeing a lot of Silverstein uh, um, band shirts, you know, in the like some of the shows I used to go to. <laughs> you know? But yeah, um, I'll, I'll play a song that you might have heard of, but you know, back in the I guess the called the emo days this is probably one of the bigger songs. Just, uh, I guess, showcase what they, I guess, originally known for.
That's a song called Smile in Your Sleep. Um, yeah, one of their, I guess, kind of bigger songs. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to say as much of a departure because, like I said, throughout the discography, their their sound has changed quite a bit. This song was was interesting for me, just, I guess, the lyrical content. Uh, you know, obviously, it's, it feels, you know, somewhat political, I suppose. Uh, but I guess probably more so an indication of the year that's been, and I guess the frustration and all that kind of stuff. So I thought it was interesting, interesting take uh, from that point of view. Um, they they do enjoy punk music. They cover like no effects all the time. Um, I think arguably, at least for the lead vocalist Shane, his yeah, no effects would probably be one of his favorite bands. Um, but yeah, I thought it was an interesting um, approach. And they don't tend to sing about stuff like this very often so i thought yeah it was interesting from from that point of view but yeah the curiosity really interested to hear what uh what you guys thought uh, i don't know carlo do you want to go first or uh yeah all right um sure. yeah now that you played the the other song scott i'm actually quite surprised that over the years i've actually gone harder rather than the other way around because the last discussion you had it's usually the vocalist can keep it up and, you know, they eventually start singing a different genre just so that they can cope with the singing. Mm. And here it seems like they're going the opposite direction. Yeah. Well, like I said, the albums have, have, have varied. Like the, the, the most recent full-length album definitely had a, a popular sound to it. But he, mm. as, a, as a vocalist, he's been very consistent with his ability to kind of switch. So he is the only vocalist. Yeah, I, I mentioned before, that for a lot of these bands that have like a screaming element, they often get one of the one of the instrument players to to be the I guess quote unquote the the screamer of the group. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Shane from Silverstein has always been the vocalist, so he switches between the cleans and and the screaming all the time. And um, yeah, he's obviously quite aggressive in this track, but every album he still can do it um yeah he's been really consistent um like as a group and i'm just being a bit of a fanboy now i suppose but as a group they've been very consistent with releasing new music um i think in 2019 it must have been they re-recorded some of their older tracks um which i thought was really cool they've just and uh, as doing this listening to it yesterday i realized they actually did another one another re-recorded album of like their older tracks or like a, a modern well not so much a modern take but just modern production take on them um mm. but yeah this super consistent very consistent with their vocals i don't know if he's just really good at maintaining um yeah. but particularly i guess some of the older tracks in particular, like the, the switch between the two vocal styles is like immediate, like cleans in, in the in, in the verses and then straight into into screaming in, in the in the choruses. Um yeah. Yeah, he, he does it well. Like listening to the re-recorded songs, it sounds you can tell like it's obviously mo like better production value, more modern. Mm -hmm. Um, but everything else is just the same. He sounds exactly the same as he did, you know, 15, 16 years oh. ago. Yeah, I don't know. And, and do they? Do you know if they tour much as well? Yeah, they're big on touring. I think for a lot of these bands, oh, okay, like like Silverstein, like they survive on touring. Uh, yeah, like I, said, I think if you are if if you are a, a Vans Warp Tour scene type band, um, with the exception of a of a handful that kind of break uh -huh. into the mainstream, and Silverstein are definitely not a mainstream band. 
um, they have to tour. So they did, um, you know, similar to what Mark was watching the other day with Weezer and that that orchestra. Like they did a couple of yeah. those type of shows um, last year. Um, but I think things, uh, yeah, they definitely they're. I think they're looking to start touring again. If they haven't already started. I don't know what like lockdowns looking like um, in various places in Canada. But um, but yeah, they they still tour. I think that's a big part of what those bands do to, to survive. I'd imagine they all have yeah. regular day jobs. Like I said, the guy that, you know, the band that I listen to since his fail, he worked in the donut shop. So I'm sure these guys do it as well. I know yeah. that for Thrice, another band that I like, I think, you know, they're all working at cafes at one point in between albums. So they probably do that, but, um, but yeah, they definitely still tour. They're definitely still very active. Interesting enough, I think like there's, they're a five piece band. Uh, I think pretty much every member is still the same bar. I think the lead guitarist, I think he changed maybe eight years ago. So that even then, that's still quite a long, long amount of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. The people. So, um, yeah, like I said, as a, as a group, like longevity-wise, it's it's very impressive. Um, like I said, I, I know that they're not raking in the cash, um, but they are definitely, I guess, kind of legends within that particular scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I was just asking about the the touring because, yeah, that would put extra strain on, on his uh, voice as well. Mm. And then to release, like, an album like this after you said they've been... How long have they been making music? For 15 years? Uh, they formed in 2000. So wow. 20 years. 20, yeah, 21, depending on... <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow, okay. Yeah, so if that's the case, then and he's you know bringing out a hard hitting song like this, then wow, oh, for for um twenty years of, of singing, that's that's pretty impressive. Then yeah, um, I like I like the song actually. I don't usually listen to this genre, but I like the guitars. Of... Yeah, that part was <laughs> that pretty part cool. Was like really cool. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I was not expecting that. Like I said, from what they the most recent album. Like I said, it was like I said, I felt it was a bit more popular. Um, definitely had more pop punk elements in that album. So yeah, to hear <laughs> that kind of like heavy hitting kind of drop with the guitars, I was like, oh shit. Um, yeah, I, th I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and I, I guess um, I don't know uh, what the other songs will sound like on the album, but I guess with the topic in mind, I guess it would have to be a bit more hard hitting as well, given the the context of of the mm -hmm. song as well. Yeah, because yeah, I think I think now that you mention it, I think it is the frustrations of what's been happening this year, and also, you know, reading in the news like what's happening with Wall Street right now as well, with all the manipulation and everything. Mm -hmm. it, it, I I agree that it should be a hard hitting song, especially when you're talking yeah. about you know money and how it affects everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I I agree with you guys. Um, so so on the one hand, when I first heard the intro, like uh, that sort of um, I don't know uh, synth keys or elect electronic whatever they're using there, I was like, oh man, I'm not gonna like this. I'm not gonna like this song. And then when he goes, blow it up, <laughs> I was like, oh crap! Like immediately, I thought to myself, like this would be a great intro for some heel in WWE or in wrestling. <laughs> like, but but it, yeah. it was really cool. I actually, you know, as someone, like, I really, I did end up really enjoying it. Uh, for one, as someone who has, uh, and I think a lot of us <laughs> on this, uh, uh, in this podcast can, can um, uh, 
relate to this as someone who has sold out like i work for corporate america i you know i take a paycheck uh and whatnot it's sort of nice to be like yeah man but like you can't beat the system if you're not in the system man you know <laughs> like like i don't know i i just i do like the sentiment of like you know uh, of that and it's sort of you know you know, we're all grown ups now and, and whatnot. But I, 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 it takes me back to like 15 year old Mark, who was just like reading a lot of Michael Moore and, and, you know, listening to a lot of no effects and, and bad religion and just being like, man, the system. And then, you know, now I work for corporate America and it's <laughs> sort of like, oh man, I really did sell out. Um, but it's nice to, to, to like hear lyrics that have that disdain for authority uh, and and whatnot, it does make me, you know, in, in light of everything going on in the world right now, it's sort of it 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 makes me happy to to hear, you know, angry music, <laughs> you know? <laughs> if it doesn't if, if that makes sense. But yeah, totally totally into it. I I thought it was great. And again, as someone who in the first intro part, I was like, oh, I'm gonna hate this song, and then ended up liking it very much, um, especially when that guitar hits in the beginning. Um, so yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. Um, like I said, if, if 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 it kind of sparks your interest in the band, they've got ten albums to to choose from. So kind of take your pick. Um, I think each album kind of offers something a little bit different. Um, I'd, I'd personally, if you like that the the second track that I played, then discovering the waterfront, I think it's it's arguably one of their their bigger albums. It's kind of what really pushed them into into stardom within that kind of scene. But the album that I particularly like is called A Shipwreck in the Sand. Um, like I said, I thought that was a really cool album. It, um, it, it definitely felt more like a concept album. There's a couple of tracks there that kind of like, um, I think literally the song Shipwreck in the Sand. Um, yeah, it kind of details literally like a, a crew going out for treasure and you know the the crew all of a sudden decided to mutiny and it was it's an interesting track once again different kind of what you kind of normally expect to hear so i thought that was a cool track um they released an album as well called short songs um and this is probably more geared towards i guess mark and michael from a punk rock perspective so there it's called there are 22 tracks on it and i think Eaton, there's no song that's longer than a minute and a half i think the the first half of it is all originals. I mean, the guy, I'm taking a look at now, one song is six seconds long. Um, oh. The second half of the album is is all covers. So they cover um, <clears throat> uh, Dead Kennedys, The Descendants, No Effects, an earlier Green Day um, song. Um, so yeah, that's definitely their influence, I think. What did they mm -hmm. say? So, Green Day, Orchid, Dead Kennedys, Gorilla Biscuits, and No Effects are their yeah. kind of influences there. So like I said, wide variety of I guess music within the rock kind of genre, um, but yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this album, whenever it is that it drops. Um, uh, yeah, I'd, hopefully it's it's kind of more in line with what um, they released in in Bankrupt. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. It sounds like you guys really enjoyed it. So yeah, go and check it out. Yeah, three out of three. Yep, three out of three. Tune in next week for another weekly discovery track review.